Hannah is the person that's going to be saved <laughs> when the robots take over because she's exceedingly nice <laughs> to voice-activated technology. And she's always like, thank you. And when she asks questions, she asks, this is how Hannah Googles. She'll say, okay, Google. Um, I was just wondering what you think about Patrick Dembski. Like, do you think he's a good actor or is he not? Question mark. Don't shift your way. Don't stare. And for God's sake, whatever you do. Hello, and welcome to March Bradness. I'm Sarah. I'm Hannah, and this is the world's only March Madness-style Brad Pitt-themed podcast, where we are pitting every one of Brad Pitt's movies against one another in a quest to find the ultimate Brad. Uh, this is not a spoiler-free podcast, so if you haven't seen Johnny Suede or True Romance, stop! <laughs> Go watch them! Stop it! Stop it! Why are you watching my movies? <laughs> <laughs> That's my director voice. I like it. <laughs> um, can you speak louder, please? <laughs> can we move the camera over here? I want to get a reverse shot of this action. <laughs> I'm a very popular director. <laughs> That's, um, I think I just unlocked a new character. <laughs> I like it. This is rivaling MasterChef Junior. I love MasterChef Junior. The people don't know. MasterChef <laughs> Junior is a character I do. When there's stuff lying on the counter, and I have this burgundy scarf that I wear, and these round silver glasses, and I stand on my knees, and I talk like this, and I'm Master Chef Junior, and I mean, today we're gonna make microwave peaches. Once Hannah made me as Master Chef Junior, it was like whipper. It was orange slices on crackers with whipped cream on top, and I ate them. Um, I'm sick this week, if you can't hear. Um, and it wasn't that bad. <laughs> Master Chef Junior is a talented boy. It kind of tasted like uh, orange cream sickle. <laughs> he lives on the Upper East Side, and his parents send him to cooking classes every day, and he is... Uh, a genius. Um, <laughs> a genius. Not socially adept, but... He's, he's working still, he's on working, it. He's working on his needs, people skills. Who needs friends when you're a chef? It's true. Um, you know who else is a chef? <laughs> who else is a chef? <laughs> Brad Pitt in True Romance? Question mark. Because he's a stoner. Oh my god! Whipped cream on an orange slice is the most stoner food I can think of. <laughs> oh yeah, I meant to do this. Wow. Um, uh, no, so True Romance is the movie we're talking about first. We're switching it up this week because I feel like we always talk about the old movie first and you guys are like, I've already I've, seen it. I've already seen this movie. I don't want to watch it anymore. <laughs> now you are the whiny director. <laughs> the whiny listener. Um, yeah, so this is, we're starting fresh, hot and fresh out the kitchen. It's the remix to True Romance. <laughs> it's not. It's the original True Romance. <laughs> Uh, True Romance is an early 90s Seems uh, right. movie. I'm not going to look it up because I don't want to. You can look it up. I mean, like, but... That's the listener. Yeah, you can look it up. Here. Hey, Siri. What year did True Romance come out? Boom. Cool. Hope, you're, hope your phone is plugged in. <laughs> I didn't know this because I don't have an iPhone. 
It's not listening to you. You have to hold down the button. Really? Unless it's plugged in, you have to hold down the button and say, hey, Siri. I um, t- checkmate, apple I think the new one, though, does. Oh. But I got really mad because my iPad, I was talking to it, and it wasn't. I felt like I wasn't being listened to. Mm, rude. Also, if you ask Siri, like, if you call her, like, okay, Google, or, like, ask if you know Google or whatever, she gets, like, pissy, whereas <gasps> when you're like, hey, Google, do you know Siri? It's like, oh, how do you know Siri? What a small world. It's really cute. I guess Siri is, like, one of the sassier voices, and hmm. people don't like that she has a personality. Hmm. Like, they don't want her to be making jokes or talking back. Isn't that freaky? That's I don't like that. Yeah. But also, like, Siri was mean. <laughs> I really, she were your feelings hurt? Like, my feelings were a little hurt. Yeah. If I were going to fall in love with a, with a computer. <laughs> Fuck, Mary, kill. Siri, OK, Google, Alexa. Mary, OK, Google. Fuck um, Siri. Yeah. Kill Alexa. Yeah, I don't, I don't like Alexa. I don't trust her. The only thing I know about Alexa is she keeps, like, ratting on murder. Well, maybe <laughs> Alexa. I just feel like Alexa knows too much. And, like, Alexa wants me to buy things. Yeah. I don't want my... She has assistant. an agenda. Yeah, she's got a hella agenda. Yeah, I don't trust her. Anyway. Anyways, true romance also is uh, has women in it, question mark? <laughs> does it? It does. Okay, yeah, so... it's got Albuquerque or whatever uh, We're back to Tarantino, who didn't direct it, but he wrote it. It's apparent. It is very apparent. So this is a, oh, another white male jerk-off fantasy. Uh, it stars what's his face? Christian Slater, Mr. aka robot. Mr. Robot. Bringing it back to the robots too. Mm-hmm. Beep boop beep boop. Wow. Christian Slater is this comic book nerd who works at a comic book store, and it's his birthday, and he's gonna go see like a series of kung fu movies. And this woman is there, and she spills popcorn all over his lap, and it turns out that she also loves kung fu movies. And then they have a really wonderful night together, and they bone down, and then it turns out that she's a call girl hired by his boss in order to give him a good birthday, and he's like, I don't care. I had a great birthday. I got laid. (laughs) You were interested in comic books. And she's like, it was all a lie, though. I'm a call girl. And he's like, I love you. And she's like, I love you. And then they get married, Mm -hmm. and then it turns out that her pimp slapped her around a bit and Kristen Slater is like fuck that which like yeah so he goes to this drug den where this riffraff looking motherfucker white dude says the n-word a bunch and Kristen Slater's like here are her debts and gives him an empty envelope and then they fight the bad Christian guy Christian Slater goes ham and he kills everyone in the crack yeah, den just like the n-word and killing people Quentin Tarantino's favorite thing he loves it um and then he steals what he thinks is a briefcase of her clothes, but it's not. It's a briefcase full of uncut cocaine. Lots of it. So much cocaine. They're like, it's half a million dollars worth of cocaine. And he's like, I'm going to sell it for $200,000. Because why? In LA. I don't know. He's, he's an idiot. Because he was like, I just want $200,000. That'll change my life for the rest of my life. And I don't need 500000 I just need to move it. And then they get humped by the cops. And also the people who own the cocaine. And then they're following them to Los Angeles, where Christian Slater's trying to unload it off on some movie producers, because every Quentin Tarantino movie is also about movies, question mark. And then some stuff happens, and everyone except for Christian Slater and the girl die. 
and they run away to they Mexico. run away to Mexico together and they have a baby and they're like wow true love it's pretty and pretty cute I'm really happy that they gave him a good ending definitely I'm glad they didn't there's several times when you think that the woman is gonna get murdered and then she always ends up killing her attacker which is cool yeah I'm into that um but overall just a very like a shoot 'em up Quentin Tarantino movie. Shoot 'em up, say the N word, put a woman in danger. Uh, uh, Brad Pitt's in it. He, <laughs> he is. plays Christian Slater's failing actor friend's roommate, Floyd, who is a huge stoner and keeps leading the mob to them. Honestly, picture Franco. Picture James Franco in Pineapple Express, and that's pretty much exactly what Brad Pitt looks like. Um, we're introduced to him smoking weed on the couch, just as lounged as a man can lounge. <laughs> Going like his like fingers are kind of in his mouth. He's watching TV and he's like, "Sup." He's in like two and a half scenes. Yeah, he does keep accidentally leading the mafia to them, which is really funny. Like, yeah, they're like the whole mafia will barge in with guns, and they're like, "Hey, where's where are they?" And Brad's have you like, seen Christian Slater? And he's like, "Yeah, I think they went over to Melrose." They've been by here. You seen them? Mm-hmm. They stay in here? No, they're staying at the Safari Motor Motel Inn. Safari Motel. Yeah? Yeah, Safari Safari Motel. Safari Motel. Uh-huh. Hey, you want to watch some TV or something? They might be back here. Yeah, and then he's like, you want to hit this? <laughs> and they're like, no. <laughs> they leave, and he's like, all right. Which is... The chillest one could be. If I was stoned and somebody pointed a gun in my face, I would just have a heart attack. I'm already, I'm that kid that like got stoned and then Googled like, am I having a heart attack? (laughs) So Brad is very brave. The bravest man alive. I think this Brad is interesting because Brad Pitt, the human man, canonically is also a huge stoner. Oh, I didn't think of that. So I think he was just like, they were just like, hey, Brad Pitt, can we use your shitty old bachelor pad? And he was like, yeah. And he just like didn't want to move because maybe he was like just broke up with goop or something. Uh-huh. And so he was just, you know, doing his thing. They were like, hey, Brad, will you be in our movie? And he's like, mm-hmm, I'm kind of busy. And they're like, all you have to do is smoke weed and hang out on the couch. And he's like, I'm not that busy. I'll do it. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> Do you think that Brad is like that, though? Or I feel like Brad is one of those really productive stoners that, like, smokes weed and cleans his apartment and, like, cooks a nice meal. Yeah. Or that he's, like, a very creative stoner. Like, he smokes weed and then he, like, acts. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I'm going to do a play. A one-man show (laughs) in my living room. No, but I bet it calms him down. Yeah. I bet he's like he's one of those people where he, he's he's smoking dubs to like stop buzzing around all the time. He's got <laughs> he's got calm down. I have a t-shirt with this brat on it. You do. Yeah, you got it at uh, Urban Outfitters. Outfitters on sale, and then later it was featured on a street style blog, and I'm like, I have that shirt. It's great. The, that shirt was the only reason we knew we were watching the right movie. Because Brad didn't show up until like an hour and a half in. Uh-huh. No, no, I've got a t-shirt with his face on it. And like, it has true romance on on the back tag. He's definitely in it. <laughs> I didn't wear it. I'm not wearing it right now either. Oh, why not? Um, I think it might be dirty. Hmm. Well, podcasting is not a visual medium, so you can... It's true. Let me paint a picture for the listeners. Hannah is wearing a white t-shirt with a printed square in the middle <laughs> that features 
Brad Pitt in True Romance. He's in, like, it's like a green background. Mm-hmm. and He's wearing a white shirt, and his shirt has a hole in it, which makes it look like my shirt has a hole in it. <laughs> it's really true. Every time I see it, I'm like, oh, no, there's a hole in it. And I'm like, wait, it's <laughs> movie magic. Uh, and he's got long hair, and he's looking kind of out of it. But he is standing. He's yeah. vertical. Which is surprising, because, like, I was watching the whole movie waiting for the frame that that T-shirt Same was. It. And he's it's not, he's never outside. He's entirely horizontal. <laughs> Except for in the end, but in the end, he's wearing a hat. Yeah. Um, this heart, this shirt is also hard to wear because it's because it's white, and then you have to, for all of you uneducated, have to wear a light colored bra with it. Uh, for all of you uneducated, <laughs> yeah, you know. Do you mean like men that don't know how bras work? Yeah. Uh, and then also it's hard because uh, his face is right titty level. <laughs> It gets like optical illusion y. He looks a little frog like. <laughs> it's like not, it's funny, but it's not the most flattering. I feel like it would work way better if I had no titty and was very tall. You could wear it backwards. <laughs> oh. And then like my Justin Bieber tank top. Yeah. All right. Yeah. He has a very good arsenal of celebrity t shirts. I want more. If you know where to get really good celebrity t-shirts, please send us a comment because I need more of them. I want to change my whole outfit to just be button downs and shitty celebrity t-shirts. <laughs> you could layer them too. <laughs> celebrity Brad t-shirt, out. button down. You know how button downs get the problem with the titty problem? Where it's like <coughs> two buttons never quite close. There's yeah. like a gap. Have a little celebrity peeking through. Um. Yeah, Brad Pitt's like fine. He's, yeah. Again, it's one of those ones where he's in it for like five minutes. Honestly, this and is a this is our this is our bracket our bracket's fatal flaw, which is when it <laughs> places a movie with not a lot of Brad. Because when we set up this bracket, we had to go by the movie ratings. Like yeah. there's no there's no definitive ranking on the internet of best <laughs> Brad. That's why we're making this podcast. And because the ranking is off the movie on a whole, like we have no idea how much Brad's going to be in it. It's awful. It was five minutes, but it was good. It was a solid five minutes. He's a good stoner. We, we, I mean, like, you know, he plays a good slacker, loser, stoner. Yeah. Hanging out on yeah. the couch, leading his friends into danger unknowingly. Yeah. Um, I don't, I really don't know what else there's to say. Um, you know what there's more Brad of? What is there more Brad of, Sarah? Um, there's more Brad in real life than there was in this movie. It's true. Should we talk about yeah. what he's doing in real yeah. life? Together and now the latest news on Brad Pitt. Jennifer Aniston's getting divorced. Jen, is she really? Yeah. Who is she married to? Okay, so his name is Justin True something, but it's not the Prime Minister of Canada, but I always think that they're saying that. I'm like, when did... What? I wish, Jen, you fucking political snake. <laughs> trying to take over Canada. Um, No, but the Justin Thoreau, as Thoreau. opposed to Justin Trudeau. Hmm. It's one of the two. Got it. Whichever one's not the Prime Minister of Canada. <laughs> So they've been together for like seven years, mm-hmm. married for two. They're getting divorced. Everyone's like, it's amicable. But all the news is very like eyes emoji because Brad Pitt, as we all know, also just got divorced. 
And we as a people, I think, really want them to get back together. Oh. You we, know? We as a people with divorced parents are like, oh. Because uh, here, think about it this way. Jennifer Aniston's narrative has always been like, I want to be a mom, you know? Right. But Jennifer Aniston is like a little, she, you know, I'm not saying she couldn't, but, you know, it's a, it would be, it'd, it'd be a high risk pregnancy older woman you know mm-hmm. she's older she's got she's you know although she's paid as to we be, saw in bridget jones's baby it's true that doesn't fucking matter can happen yeah can how happen. old is jen oh we can siri it should we siri <laughs> hey siri I have my ipad but not my phone hey siri how old is jennifer aniston jennifer aniston is 49 oh she's Probably too late for her. Yeah, but you know who has a bunch of kids? Who? Brad Pitt. Oh! So, what fucking poetic justice, beautiful divorce kid fantasy would it be for Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt to get back together and then she becomes the mom she's always wanted to be? To all of the kids that that Angie is not favoriting right now. Right? Everyone who isn't Shia John and Zahara. (laughs) Poor other kids. Right? It's like all of the press is, you is pointed, Shia LaJean and Zahara. You pointed that out, and I've been noticing it. Yeah. I'm like, she never takes her other children with her anywhere. Where's Viv? Where's Knox? Where's Pax? Where's Matic? You've got a lot of them, Angie. you got to mix it up like musical <gasps> chairs. You know, I try to pay attention to my roommate's cat a little bit. I don't want her to feel left out. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I'm not a parent. I don't, I'm not famous. I'm not Angelina Jolie. I'm not Brad Pitt. Yeah, maybe the other ones are just really like agoraphobic. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they're allergic to sunlight. (laughs) But yeah, so there are a bunch of rumors that like Justin Thoreau found post-it notes from Brad Pitt during his marriage to Jennifer Aniston in the house. And that's why they're getting divorced and shit like that. And I know like, because Jennifer Aniston's mom, dad, question mark, died a couple years ago. And Brad Pitt wrote her a letter, which all the tabloids were like, Angie was furious about. And any sane person was like, I think it would make sense to reach out to your ex-spouse when your ex-mother-in-law yeah. dies. That seems just like a normal person oh, thing to do. Oh, that's a very normal thing to do. It seems like do. a good person thing to do. So, like, we as a media have definitely been building this narrative of them getting back together. And I, for one, am for it. Support. Like, support. Uh, maybe I don't like it, but I support and subscribe to it. You don't like it? I do like it. I just, like, feel, I don't know. I feel I want it to be true. Yeah. But I'm also, like... It's not. It's absolutely not you true. Know? But I want it to be true. It would be nice. It would be, I mean, it would certainly, in terms of, like, hot celebrity gossip, you know how, like, Oof. nothing rules the tabloids anymore? That yeah. would definitely oh my God. rule the tabloids for a bit. Yeah. For, like, a whole while. Yeah. So Kylie who? Kylie who? Brad and Jen back together. Ultimate early 2000s nostalgia. Chris Jenner blows a fuse. She's like, I have been planning my family's rise to fame, fame forever. And now Brad Pitt swoops in and he's <laughs> famous again? What the what? fuck? Yeah. I really would, like, really like it, though, for, like, a Veda Jen and sculptor Brad to like enter this new era together. Maybe they could adopt another kid. 
Brad Pitt would have seven kids. Midlife crisis kid. This is a beautiful blended family, and I can't wait. Anyway, um, with that. Speaking of failed relationships. You know who failed at every relationship he's ever had? Johnny Swade. Johnny Swade is a fucking loser. (laughs) I hate him. Johnny Swade is a man with very, very, very tall hair, played by Brad Pitt. And he wants to be Elvis, so he dresses like Elvis. And he has dreams of starting a little band. And I don't want to call it a rock band because I feel like Johnny Swade would object to that. <laughs> it's like rockabilly. But in the movie, canonically, he's like, I just like play whatever comes through me, man. Yeah, he's like, it's like experimental. It's just my style. <laughs> um, Johnny Swade lives alone in a shitty apartment with crumbling walls in New York City. And throughout this movie, he is unemployed, entering a string of failing relationships, first with this girl who is in an abusive relationship, and she is, like, just, it's, this, it's very strange, it's, like, kind of a game to her, and she's manipulating our little Johnny, but we're not really sure how, we're just kind of, or him. why, or why, it's just weird. Uh, And then he gets into a relationship with a woman who maybe she's older or maybe she's just more mature. uh, And that doesn't go so well either. Um, But in the beginning of the movie, a pair of suede shoes falls out of the sky. Like in holes. Just like in holes. And Johnny discovers them. And at first we think that these shoes are going to like bring his life together. Or their magic. Yeah. Yeah. There's like all this like kind of magical realism going on. Uh, But... Nothing really happened. Turns out they're just shoes. They're just shoes. They're just pre-Gucci loafers. Okay, is that is the point of the movie that there is no like magic cure and there's nothing? And that if you're like a loser, right? Hannah's. Whoa. That just makes me feel like a fucking idiot for not getting that right away. (laughs) That's totally it. Because, like, the movie starts out, and he's like, Johnny Swede has everything. He has the look. He has the music. He has the hair. But he doesn't have he the doesn't shoes. He doesn't have the shoes. And then he gets the shoes. It's like, okay, here's the missing piece that you have been waiting so you can start your career. And then nothing happens. happens. And then he loses it at the end of he the movie. He loses one of the shoes. And then he's like, whoop, shit. Damn, yeah. we just cracked we it. We figured it out. We figured it out. And retrospect is really simple. And it stupid. is. But like this is such a like long and wandering movie. Yeah. It feels like it's like I know it's saying something, but I'm not quite sure. The shoes are important somehow. Yeah. Renames himself after them, gets a cool name, yeah, gets, gets help from Nick shirt Cave. with the shoes embroidered yeah. on it. It's like it should be this thing that sparks something. He's like his first girlfriend's mom runs a record label. Oh yeah. He keeps that's totally it he keeps like all of these opportunities are dropping in front of him yeah and he just misses every single one yeah and then he's like a fucking loser about it i love it and this movie like is not sympathetic towards johnny everybody's laughing at him he loses all of his friends he loses all of his girlfriends and like that's it yeah it's beautiful i've never seen a movie that more openly hates its mediocre white male protagonist and i love it i'm living for we it we all know like 200 johnny suede's and it's like they are often portrayed like sympathetically yeah like oh he just was waiting to get his comedy career off the ground exactly just waiting you know oh he's a tortured artist he just needs a chance and it's like here's a chance yep and he's like at that age, you know, yeah. where it stops being excusable. Yeah, it's not cute anymore. Yeah. Now it's like, you're 27. Yeah. 
Come on, Johnny. Get it together, Johnny. It's a good movie. So last time this went up against Ocean's 13, mm-hmm. which is a big boy. Ocean's 13 was like, I honestly don't remember it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what happens. Matt Damon's in it a lot. They were going to make an Ocean's 14, but then Bernie Mac died. Now they're doing one with women. Yeah. So that's good. And fewer characters. <laughs> but that's the point. I know. But you do get Rihanna. Rihanna's in Ocean's 14? Yeah. She plays, you know, Don Cheadle's character, the hacker? Yeah. That's Rihanna. Oh, my God. And um, Kate Blanchett yeah. is Brad Pitt. Holy shit. And Sandra Bullock. Shit. Sandra Bullock is uh, George Clooney. I'm nutting. <laughs> Sarah, apparently. Sarah, Sarah, self-proclaimed girl lover, does not know the cast of Oceans. No. Oceans 8. I a lesbian's wet dream. I haven't Googled this. You're like Kate Blanchett as Brad Pitt. And I'm like. <gasps> <coughs> have you not even watched the trailer? No. The trailer's so good. How have you not watched the trailer? I didn't know it was out yet. <laughs> I thought. I feel like I told you. I was like the Oceans 8 trailer dropped today. <gasps> I... I don't know. I live under a rock. <laughs> well, you should have watched it. We'll watch it when we're done. Okay. Sounds good. I'm very excited for this. Listener, I hope you're excited to watch it, too. <laughs> I'm, I'm out of the... I don't know how I live this Kate way. Kate Blanchett! I, I don't know. I still haven't seen Carol. I don't know how I'm living this way. Um. Anyway, Brad is awesome in Johnny's Wade. He is so good. He was born to play a loser. Like, he per- he delivers this movie, like, in such a fitting way. Right. He's, like, he's got the sense of, like, indignation about him. Yeah. He's very, like, but why isn't thing being given me? Yeah. <laughs> it is, Johnny. <laughs> Johnny Swade. Definitely. Like, chip on his shoulder. And then also, like, there's this really great kind of blankness to him where it's, like, Every joke that anyone ever makes to Johnny just yeah. goes right over his, his head. Over his giant head, his giant hair. The moment I walk in, the kids start crawling all over me, you know, messing up my clothes, messing up my hair. And then this girl comes up for no reason, rips a pocket off my favorite shirt, you know? I was so pissed. I just cut out of there, man. You know, I didn't even say goodbye, you know. Take it or leave it, right? Exactly. And that's the way I'm handling this one, man. Strictly plutonic. You're not making love, man? Well, of course we're making love. God. He takes everything seriously, or too literally. People are trying to joke with him, and he's like, oh, they're making making fun fun of me. me. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. I think that he, he does a really good job, like, fitting into this weird, surreal world. Yeah. And being, like, just not just fundamentally not getting something. Yeah. 100%. It's it, it's so satisfying. It's like cringing to watch because it's like, oh, I know that dude and like, uh, stop it. But then it's also great. And also Nick Cave poisons him with free chicken from the street cuz Nick Cave is in this movie for some reason. It's it's fun. It's a fun time. It's yeah. a weird freaking movie. I like it. I think Brad Pitt does great. Uh I think this is another easy win for yeah, Brad. Definitely. Uh, because he was fun in True Romance, but he was only in it for five minutes. Yeah. It wasn't enough to push past. I, I mean, he stars in this. Like, there's not yeah, really. It's not. And that's like, not even. 
Like we've seen before, there are times where a, a small but mighty Brad can take over a, a a big one, a big but lesser Brad. But just like, I feel like his role in True Romance was really more of a cameo than anything else. Yeah, it really was a cameo. It's just like, is that? Oh, oh my God, it's Brad Pitt. And he's smoking weed. <laughs> and it's like... But the main character in this movie is Christian Slater for some reason. And <laughs> we were really into his squinty face back then <laughs> and kind of still are. <sighs> I don't, I don't, mm-mm, mm-mm. Too squinty. Too squinty, too talks like this. Oh, Mr. Robot. Which is just Fight Club. It is just Fight Club. I just want everyone to know that I called the twist in Mr. Robot within the first five minutes of the pilot. I don't know how you did that because I didn't see it coming. <laughs> But, yeah. <laughs> anyway, congratulations to Johnny Swift. <laughs> you have made it through. Your mediocrity has carried you <laughs> forward. <laughs> Just like in life. Uh, I'm excited to see what it goes up against next. That's pretty cool. You know what I mean? Like, these boys, they're going up a third round. That's pretty. That's impressive. I wonder if they're nervous. I would be. Mm-hmm, me too. Because I'd be like, I was a first bracket movie. I'm happy for him. Next week, we're doing a mini episode. Mm-hmm. Next week is a Brad bite, mm-hmm. which is whatever we decided. Whatever is. the winds take us. Uh, maybe maybe Brad Pitt bought a horse next week. Uh, maybe he's had a lot of really good haircuts. Maybe he's had a lot of really bad facial hair. Who knows? Who knows what we'll talk about? If you have any suggestions, let us know. Hannah, there's something people have been waiting for. There's something we get asked a lot on this podcast, and people always want to know when are we going to do Fight Club. (laughs) Um, I'm here to tell you. It's now. It's the week after next. We're going to talk about Fight Club. We're going to smack you with it in the middle of March Madness week. The real March Madness week. The actual one. So that when your coworkers are like, oh, my team is doing great. You're like, yeah, well, bitch, so's mine. (laughs) My team of Fight Club. (laughs) Or maybe my team of California with a K. Hell yeah. They're fucking going head to head. And it's going to be Battle of the Fists and Gumso Guns. <laughs> it's going to be a serial killer versus Tyler Durden. who's also kind of a serial, a serial killer. Because he kills a bunch of people, kind of. Sort of. Leads to a lot of casualties. Violence. Men. Pew, pew, pew. Do, do, do. The theme this month is men are trash. <laughs> Hell yeah. So mark your calendars for that. Yeah. Stay tuned. It's going to be great. Um... We have a super big favor to ask you. Give us five stars on iTunes. (laughs) We are trying to grow this podcast. Hannah and I went to podcasting school for you. And something that you can do to help us right now is giving us five stars on iTunes. You don't even have to write a review, although you are super welcome to. But if you haven't yet... Go to iTunes right now and rate us. It would really, really help. It affects their algorithm. It affects their ranking. um, And it is something that we need to grow the podcast. Mm -hmm. So please, if you have not yet... Give us the stars. We say that, but we we really mean it. I mean it. This it. Time. I'm now watching. I've learned why it's important. <laughs> now I know the reason for it, which is that uh, they really take it into account for their algorithms. So you can help us. You have the power to yeah. change history. We're doing you a favor by blessing your ears with some fun 
thoughts and pictures of Brad Pitt through your imagination. And you can help us by giving us five stars. Five, please. Um, and hang out with us. Hang out with us on the internet. If you're not following our social channels, that would be awesome too. You can follow us and then immediately mute us. I do not care. <laughs> but if you haven't liked us yet on the internet, that would also be awesome. You can follow us on Twitter at March Bradness. Facebook, March Bradness. Instagram, March.Bradness. And on MarchBradness.net, you can see a bunch of cool stuff. You can click on all of the different places to listen to us. You can read some blog posts. You can see pictures of Brad. You can find out where to stream his movies. And you can follow along on the bracket, which I highly recommend you print out in order to give to your coworkers in order to do your own March Madness thing. Oh, please do it. I, I think it'd be so funny. It'd be so cute to have like an office league. It'd be so good. It'd be so funny. And um, you can also like submit your own votes for the bracket. You can, mm-hmm. you can like make your own fantasy league. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to see them, but <laughs> they're, out they're there. there. Uh, your votes us, are there let somewhere. Let us know if you do that so that we can look for it. Yeah. And we'll let you know. Uh, I love and appreciate you, and I hope that you can share that back at us with your love and appreciation. Take care. Have a wonderful day. And I hope that if you find a pair of shoes in the street, you let them grace your life in a way that Johnny Suede uh, did not. Yeah. If life is offering you prob- or solutions to your problems, you should, you take, should them. take them. <laughs> Grab life by the suede shoes. <laughs> All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.